0: What's going on, y'all? It's your boy JH Gibbons here, and I'm gonna see. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Chromas Podcast, episode 93. That's 93 straight weeks of gems. We are only seven episodes from 100, so we want you to stay tuned, stay locked in, make sure you count your gems, and you keep growing as we continue to grow. If you're listening to us today, it means that you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you can actually hear a podcast. If you're seeing our beautiful faces, it means you're on YouTube that also means that you may or may not have done these three things. If you have not, I need you to do them right now before you do anything else. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. So the next time that you hop on YouTube and you're scrolling through your feed, episode 93 of the Chroma's podcast will be sitting there waiting for you to click play. And most of all, we'll see.
1: Hey, I'm going to have to remind them again. I get a I get a kick out of this part because uh, no, because because Jay has a hard time really embracing this, I really but I don't. Do. It's free to do so. Impossible. It right, but there's this is one of the things that is totally up to you. It's the power of choice, intentionality. It's talking about investing into you. So these are the ways you could do it: liking our content, subscribing to it, turning on that notification bell, and I'm going to add one more to it again. Go ahead. Share it. each one, teach one. Right, that's what we do here. So, so be sure to do so because uh you're helping to change lives and you're making a difference to being a part of that acromus movement so we thank you for stopping in today
0: 100 look what a week it has been and i don't i don't make that statement lightly um it's it's been a crazy week um i know for many of us i think it's just been crazy busy <laughs> um feeling like the world is ending man it's uh just a lot of praying, um, you know, uh, and kind of going back to last week's episode, too. It's that was a, a pretty emotionally charged episode with a lot of gems that we we hopped into. So if you uh, have not listened to episode 92, please go back and do so. And you understand what we're talking about. But, man, it is uh, it has been a crazy week. You know, I was I was on travel, I was on business travel uh, back now, um, landed today. So just really getting it in. Um, And I know we'll see you have had a crazy day and I'm sure a week as well. So, um, you know, we say this every week and we do mean it. This is very therapeutic for us. So we hope it serves the same purpose for you when you're listening to the stories that we are able
1: to share here on the your Chromebooks podcast. Uh, yeah, it has been quite a week, but, you know, we're alive. We're here. We uh, we're taking ownership of the moment um and just. Reflecting on those gems and just being able to apply from last week's episode, Uh, holding myself accountable through harsh truths um, has been helpful uh, in different aspects financially for me this week, uh, professionally, uh, spiritually, uh, just being accountable for myself for my own development and growth. Uh, again, this is this is what we uh do. We we really thrive and enjoy this part of self-development and like learning about yourself and, and it gives you the ability to understand others as well. So mm-hmm. I've been able to take that as, as difficult of as strenuous as a, of, a, of a week has been for me personally, but I've been it welcoming of it and just thankful uh for the opportunity to grow through it. So uh yeah, that would just kind of be my reflection of the week.
0: Counting your blessings, that's what it sounds like. And Um, Being appreciative of all the good and the bad, uh, because through the bad, we grow um, and we continue to grow here on the Acromas podcast. And um, our our next guest, I think, is a perfect example of growth um, through struggle, through pain. Um, She has been able to grow into someone who has founded a foundation, uh, Building Bridges Foundation. She's a trauma-informed care expert, a consultant for the federal government and many other entities, a survivor of domestic violence turned advocate, a master of social work and an author. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome you, Miss Marsha Woodland. Miss Woodland, how are you this afternoon?
2: I'm great, thank you. How are you?
0: Doing fantastic. Welcome to the Acromas podcast. I, I, I know we, we connected gosh, weeks, probably now a couple months ago. Um, <laughs> after after doing some some small communication, we were able to get a little bit of your story. And even before we hopped on here, we heard a little bit, but we want to give you the opportunity to tell your story. Now, of course, during the intro, we mentioned that you do have a foundation, but I know your story starts before that. Uh, so we want to start from the beginning. We want to learn more about Miss Marsha Woodland.
2: Okay, first I would like to say thank you for offering your platform for me to be able to inspire hope and in others. Um, the reason that Building Bridges was formed in the first place is because at 41 years old, I had been abstinent from drugs for many, many years. I had been out of an abusive relationship So I thought for many, many years, but I was lost. I was stuck. I was paralyzed by fear. And I found out that the love of my life, who was emotionally abusing me, was cheating on me with my childhood best friend, the maid of honor, in our soon to be wedding. And so that realization landed me in a place of hopelessness. And for some people, that's not a big deal, but for someone who has a history of trauma, abandonment, abuse, incest, rape, right? That was a big deal. And so I literally was standing at a doorway of homicide and then suicide. That was my plan. Fortunately for me, I had a new job. It was December the 26th that I had to be at. I found out on Christmas Mm -hmm. that my man was betraying me with my best friend some kind of way, I made it to this new job. And much to my surprise, when I got there, the government building was empty. So I had this entire suite on the fourth floor down on I Street Northwest, and there was nobody there but me. And while I was sitting there, I was inspired to just start writing, Mm -hmm. right? Just write. And I had started journaling and through the short time that I was there, the journal entries that I made, it gave me a release, right? I knew that I wasn't gonna kill myself. I wasn't sure if I was gonna kill him or not yet, but I was gonna kill myself. And so long story short, I made it through that season. And from there, I said, what can I do? Because if I wasn't built the way that I'm built, if I didn't have the information that I have, I would be dead. He would be dead, right? And that just got my wheels to turning. What about the sister who's not built like me? What about the sister who has not been exposed to the information, who doesn't have a relationship with God? Mm -hmm. Right. And that's where building bridges came from. Mm -hmm. I had no idea what I was doing. I just was willing to do it. The name, it was easy. That journal, it turned into a book. So building bridges and doomed to be nothing are twins. Both of them were birthed from that very dark place that I just shared with you.
1: Mm. Ooh, that's powerful. Um, very powerful. Uh personally relatable in a lot of ways. Um, yeah, I mean, we 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 speak um a lot within our um uh, guide the 24-3 method of of alternatives and how to uh, rehabilitate yourself um for you know life events that may prevent uh present itself to you and um perseverance is what i'm hearing that Mm. even the even in the uncertainty of of not knowing what would be next uh the best of you was yet to come Mm. you know and to be able to manifest and create something beautiful out of such a void is, is, is empowering. I think to, 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 to all listeners. Mm -hmm. What's your take on that, Jay?
0: Uh, You're 100% right. I mean, uh, what I've heard Ms. Woodland is that you had to build a foundation before you were able to share your story and allow others to build houses on their own foundation. Um, And I wanted to ask you, did you feel as though you had to be healed before you were going to heal others?
2: Absolutely not.
0: Mm.
2: Absolutely not. My healing came from looking outside of my own pain. Mm -hmm. As I helped others, I was the greatest beneficiary. So a lot of my work, I've done it afraid.
0: Mm.
2: A lot of my work, I've done it wounded.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I think, I think that's where the best work comes from, because it's coming from someone who is also growing while knowing what others are going through. You're, you're not a finished product yet, but you know others are also working on themselves. Mm-hmm. So there is a relatability there. So you can both grow and get to that next point. You're like, man, we are all better because of it. We're all better because of what we went through, what we've grown through and where we are today. That's, that's incredibly impressive. So what, what made you want to become an expert in this field with the trauma that you've gone through? As you mentioned, you could have turned away. You could have, you could have failed yourself. You could have stopped loving yourself, but you instead, in, in turn, you wanted to embrace yourself and you wanted to. Make sure that others in the same situation embrace themselves too. What made you want to become an expert in something that caused you so much pain?
2: So, the misconception is that I wanted to become an expert because mm. I didn't. Um, as you can imagine, to be a broken little girl, a fractured woman, all of that translates to parenting. Mm. And so the day came after forming Building Bridges in the book, the day came when I had to face a harsh truth. And that was that I needed to be intentional about about not screwing my children up Mm -hmm. the way that I was screwed up. Mm -hmm. And so I saw a training, families, crisis and invention for families And it was almost $300 for this training. And I'm thinking, God, I I cannot afford $300, but I really need this training. Mm. And I procrastinated about signing up. And I don't know, something just said, just trust God, Marsha. Mm. Signed up, I paid with money I really didn't have. I go to this training, it's for the weekend. Mm -hmm. And the entire time that I'm there, I felt like, The smallest person in the room, like a little dust particle, because I didn't realize that the training was for working professionals who provide services to screwed up people like me. They were going for CEUs. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: So it was so humiliating because everybody had to introduce themselves and it was doctor this person and doctor that person and minister this person. And my self-esteem was so fractured. Mm. I said, well, I'm just Marcia." That's what I said. I'm Mm. I'm just Marsha. They started laughing. But that same humility allowed me to ask enough questions and give enough feedback over the weekend Mm. until that trainer, when it was over, she knocked on the glass and did like that and all of the doctors in the room said hey me she said no her mm-hmm. and i started traveling with this woman 2 weeks later getting paid to stand on stages for 15 minutes $500 mm-hmm. $1500 you know that's that's just what happened yeah. <laughs> i was just obedient i was just willing that's what happened. And I've been doing it ever since.
0: It's, it's truly crazy how God uses his children, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, figuratively speaking, you know, she chose you. She said, no, you. It's like God is choosing you. Like You mm-hmm. need to get up on the stage and tell your story. Mm-hmm. People need to hear you. People need to know about what you went through so they can find strength in their own situations. Yes. That's absolutely powerful. Wow. Mm-hmm. We'll see. How do you feel about that, man?
1: Uh, divine intervention is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess if I had a question in regards to where we are in the in that moment, the takeaway from you, uh, what did you what would you say you learned about yourself? Um, you know, having someone, you know single you out in a group of, in an environment that you are uncomfortable with, right? You're out of your element at that point in time in your life. And and to reflect in that moment now, um, what would you say was your biggest takeaway about learning more about yourself at that time?
2: Well, in that moment, I learned that with or without letters behind my name, I'm enough. Mm. And Ooh. I matter. I
0: matter.
2: Mm. I matter. Mm. Right yeah.
1: Wow. Mm. You know, um, Marsha, I have to say uh, what you just said is something that we emphasize heavily here on yeah. the Chrome's podcast.
2: <laughs> really? Exactly,
1: verbatim for those I'm, words. I'm, 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 I'm getting teary-eyed right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, um, wow. it, it's 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 a part of. Uh, yeah you know, what we've developed and within our affirmation that we've shared, Mm -hmm. uh, within our mantra and personally something that helped to rehabilitate me. Mm -hmm. Um, so hearing this is, is just, um, I feel, I hope for our listeners and long-time listeners and viewers, uh, uh, as you can see, this is something that if you embrace a a, a mindset of, uh, you know, even through the adversities, even through the seasons that were mentioned, um, you learn about yourself, right? You learn, you learn even when even when most of the time you learn when you really don't want to, when your back is against the wall and you're left with no options. You learn in some cases how much of a fighter you are, yeah. Uh And you develop a make or break mentality. But in doing so, you 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 find the best version of yourself waiting. That's been there all that time, uh, all those years, and, and and we undermine our worth a lot of the time. Yeah. And, and we just think that we we don't have that in us mm. because in some cases we're rather just stand in the shadow and, and, and not stay center stage. Uh but you find in those moments when you let the light shine on you what your purpose purposes are at times. And the 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 key word that I heard that um or phrase that I heard was you matter. And that's mm. something that we emphasize heavily because we believe that everyone is so damn worth it. Mm. We believe it's so damn worth it. And it took for each one of us right now viewers, to look in the mirror and have that hard truth mm-hmm. to, to, to tell yourself, to pick yourself up. Right. And, and let yourself know you matter. And and affirmations uh, is what you build on and just reflecting and hearing about how you decided to to just write down and just jot in, in, in the moment and just reflecting back that these are key key habits that you want to develop and sometimes you you do it um subconsciously right that inner voice the inner thing in you before you're able to identify it's already working
0: Mm.
1: and a lot of the times we fight against it and we tell ourselves that we can't do it because we, we we say it we put that into the universe and 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 we hinder ourselves from our best development to come so i I just wanted to just share that part of it because uh, as emotional as that is, and I feel it and I'm fighting it, uh, it's relatable and it stands true because we all do matter. You do matter. And you are a testament. You being here today is a testament to how much you believe in you, mm. you know, and the good Lord, um, man, it's good. It's good.
0: Yeah. Look, I, I mean, Ms. Woodland, I know we needed to hear that, man. It's, mm. Yeah. More than you you know. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) So, um, and I I know you mentioned, you know, going into that room and being around people who, you know, might have had a doctor in the beginning of the name or they've been, you know, been in the profession for a certain amount of time. But I always say, like, the experience that you receive firsthand by being in something is invaluable. There's nothing that anybody could put on top of that. There's no books, no amount of studying, no amount of research that can compare to actually going through it. So by being in that room, you were the most capable. You were the most powerful. And somebody <laughs> else saw that and acknowledged it. And they said, you need to tell your story. Over oh, anybody else who's in here, it, it needs to come from you. It okay. needs to come from you. You are the doctor of your own life. You are the professor of your own life, the expert of your own life.
2: Absolutely. Nobody,
0: nobody can tell your story like you can. That's right. 100%. 100%. <laughs> And, and on top of that, I know you did mention that, you know, being an entrepreneur that you are now, um, you've been, have you, have you been able to help others develop themselves as well, whether it is personally or professionally, um, have you, have you been able to coach others? And if you have, who has been the most memorable person that you've had an opportunity to be involved with thus far? Hmm. Um,
2: I would have to say a young man, I'll, for the purpose of this, I'll call him Brian G. He was in search of getting some job skills. And so he came to me for that purpose. And when he came in, I promise you, He didn't smell very well. He was very uncapped. He had all this long hair that hadn't been done. But that wasn't the most glaring thing about him to me. He held his head down. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That's what stuck out the most to me. And I just say, God, please help me to help him to lift his head. Well, I put him in the welding program. Not only did he get a 3G certification, but he got a 4G too. The president ended up hiring him. And as long as he had his head hung low, his baby mother was all right. Mm. The moment he straightened up his back
1: mm-hmm.
2: and started looking people in the eye, she tried to destroy him. Mm-hmm. And I was just so grateful that he trusted me and that he told me the truth. You know, I asked him to take his, why, why are you wearing those shades? She blacked his eye. Mm-hmm. She threw him out, tore up his clothes. And I just felt so fortunate that this young man, because masculinity in and of itself, you know, will prevent you from reaching out for help when you really need it. Mm -hmm. You know, these socially assigned gender expectations for black men in particular, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not okay for you guys to have a feeling or an emotion.
1: Yeah. This young man,
2: he told me the truth. He told me the truth. And so I would say he's one of the most memorable people that I've been able to, you know, support and guide, you know, out of one of those toxic situations.
0: And have you, from some of those situations that you've dealt with, have you learned a lot or have you at least seen yourself in some of those situations? I mean, I, I know it's close to the heart, it's emotional, but you've grown so much from it. Have you, have you had somebody where you're like, man, I see, I see me and you here is what you are capable of.
2: Absolutely. All the time. I see glimpses really of me every day. Mm. You know, mm. I have a young lady that I encounter every day mm. And I remember early on where my self-esteem was being measured by me, by how I look. Mm. And that was it. And so I have a young lady, she has a really large behind and she talks to everybody from the side. Mm. She, she She doesn't look anybody in the face. She talks to everybody from the side. And when I look at her, it irritates me, but she's probably suffering from the same thing I was suffering from. You know, I was basing my self-esteem on my ability to put it together and put it on. And she's basing hers on her large backside. And so I just find some compassion for her and try to use any moment that I can as a teachable moment to remind her that she is beautiful. She's intelligent. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: You're more than that.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, That is a message to every social media post I've seen in the past few years. That is that, I mean, it's, and it's sad because I think in this in the society we live now, we reward those kind of things. So then people are trying to fit into something that they have no business in being a part of. And it's only until, that audience that was paying so much attention to you eats at you and you're no longer garnering that type of attention. You try to find the next thing that will help you to get that same attention. And Mm. you're, Uh -uh. you're, you're going so far away from being who you truly are because Mm. you're trying to fit into something you will never be a part of. Uh And oh my goodness, it takes, it's It takes so much for us, even, you know, because we are a social community that we're building. It's it's very tough seeing it out there and and knowing that so many of these people, both men and women, are capable of so many more things, things that could lead to helping others as, as you have been doing mm-hmm. and things to help others build. And it's sad that as a society um, that we have fallen so far behind, even though we are so connected in a way, we are just completely disconnected from reality that's really sad to see yes yeah, yeah. and uh, you know it's I think I think doing doing this particular episode at the time that we're doing it um I think it it really helped us see a lot um within ourselves that through a lot of the traumatic situations that we've been through there is always another side and From the amount that you've learned from what you've gone through you could share with others because if you had not taken the chance to share your story and build others up there are so many other lives that could have been lost out there and i'm sure you think about that every day all the lives that you have saved you yourself Mm -hmm. are a hero even if there's sometimes you may not you may not see that because you're taking (laughs) on so many emotional stories at once that it might get difficult sometimes. I, I can only imagine that that burden that you might feel that you have to hold because of all the stories that people are telling you. People are confiding in you, some of the most private stories of their lives, especially the gentleman that came to you, knowing that he is being physically abused. And you're right, as a man, it is difficult to, to really yeah. express that. So you are, you're, you're wearing such a massive weight on your shoulders and you're carrying it with such pride. And you're, you're allowing yourself to be a vessel for others and they are seeing so much in you. And even on tonight's episode, I mean, we'll see, I I don't want to speak for you, but we, we felt that here, right? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, there's so many things going on in the world for everybody, but you being able to tell us your story, how you started, where you are now. It's really, it's, it's really. Not yeah. on this, yes, absolutely. It's inspiring. It's it's beyond motivation, and it's it's truly a blessing that you were you were here and open enough to share that story with us.
2: Yes, thank you.
1: Yes, absolutely, thank you.
0: absolutely. Oh, we'll we're see grateful. That. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. very
1: grateful. Um, you know, this is for new listeners. This is this is what we focus on. Um, mm-hmm. you know, this is what we invest into because. We believe that each and every one of uh, you matter, and this is our way of being able to deliver a platform that's unique to, to sharing that. Right as as was discussed, you know, there's a lot of um, <clears throat> platforms out there where you know the message is missed, and we hear a lot of talks about mental health awareness. We hear a lot of talks about what self development could be, but there's no intentionality. There's no no focus, real focus. Uh. Of behind it and and hoping and wanting the best for people and then uh you know applying that action to it we we share these stories not because we 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 looking for the next topic of something to talk about but something that's going to really make a difference in your life something that's going to allow you to stop whatever it is you're doing reassess where you are and decide where you want to go that's that's the hope that we have here Mm -hmm. and i believe um and the Sunday that you're receiving this, or whenever you are listening to this, hopefully there's something here within Marsha's story that she was able to share with us. Mm-hmm. The examples that were provided that um if you find relatable, you can help yourself and someone else that you know.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and look, I, I'm sure, Marsha, there are people watching this with tears in their eyes. I mean, we're yeah. we're here recording it right now, and I'm 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 trying to hold back. Yeah. But, For those who are watching or those who are listening, what is the best advice that you can give them, um, especially ones who are probably going through what you've went through and feel as though they do not have a voice?
2: There's so much that I could say, but I think one of the most powerful things that helped me was coming to realize that I get to decide, right? That because I'm still breathing, I get the opportunity to rewrite my story, you know? I'm not a victim anymore. Mm. That book is closed. I get to decide. And with deciding came a responsibility I no longer hold my significant other responsible for how I feel and what happens to me. I need to take responsibility. I need to learn to take care of myself so that I can show up in the world and in my relationships the best person that I can be. You know, I'm not trying to love nobody to death no more. I don't want nobody to love me to death, right? I'm not looking for a 50-50 anymore. I'm looking for a 100 because that's what I'm trying to be, a 100. Mm. So, yes.
0: Yeah. That's absolutely powerful. That's a yeah. one. And, I, and I'm, I'm sure they are going to want to know how to reach you. So how how can they reach out to you Mark?
2: <laughs> how um, can they reach out to me? <laughs> um, the website... Which is building bridges, the number four letter u.org, or Marcia, Marsha, M A R S H A, at dot org. And building bridges is also on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, she speaks life, M W, or Marsha speaks life.
0: We, we look, we thank you for speaking life into us this evening.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: thank you. It's been an yeah, honor. Honor. Absolutely. And, and everyone who's listening out there, I know typically for our episodes, we, we end a specific way. I think this time's a little bit different um, because of what was shared and, and because of how we're all feeling in, in, in this powerful message, we really just want you to take these messages home with you. Um, we want you to sit on it, rewatch this, play, pause, write things down, jot down your emotions, express yourself, open yourself up because you can rebuild yourself immediately. So, um, Marsha, we thank you again for joining us on the Acromas podcast. And until next Sunday, it's your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. bye Peace. Peace.